Welcome back to Welcome Back. I'm dashing through the Shaw in a one-horse open Zane. And I'm Chestnuts roasting on an open Fiddler. I'm going to be making a character for Fiddler to improvise. And I'm going to be making a character for Zane to improvise. The catch is, he and I won't know the characters made for us until the second the interview starts. And with zero prep time, we'll have to improvise an entire interview with those characters. Welcome back to Welcome Back and Season's Greetings. I'm your other host, Fiddler. It's it's that time of the year when things that are normally one way are a little bit different because of that time that it done is. Usually, during most other times of the year, under the trees you find things like dirt and iguanas, but this time of year, you find presents. Usually, this time of year, you put things in your stockings like feet and the keys of the automobile, but now you put presents. I'm noticing a theme here with presents, but I'm about to depart from that theme because of the rule of threes. Most of the rest of the year, elves are uh, tall, sinewy forest dwellers that shoot bows and hate dwarves. But this time of the year, they're tiny little people that make our toys for all the good children in this old season of ours. So uh, I would say it's our first non-human guest on the show, but we had the whole bottlenose.exe situation about a month back. So this is our first elf guest on the show, uh, Seamus Candy Smash. Welcome to the Welcome Back Studio, Seamus. Oh, it's a pleasure to be out in the world again. Is the uh, is is your mic low enough for you? I'm I'm I realize the uh, the sort of big person world I is do, a little bit. I'm starting a little bit. It's just a, a formality of being the size. Oh, so yes. come used to it. Thank you for thank you for being polite and for uh, I'm glad we were able to accommodate you. Of course. Now, uh, Seamus, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm I'm an elf. I'm gonna say that out loud. Hello, everybody. I am Seamus Candy Smash. Everybody can refer to me as that elf. I do. I was raised in the North Pole. I do have to say that. Yeah, I'm a contractual obligation that we sign when we are born. We are born in the North Pole. Right after you're born. Mm hmm. So they they put a pen in our mouths. And we just, we just... We that just, would make sense. Your your fists aren't really developed enough yet, but... There's a fun fact about us elves. We come up with our own names. We come hmm. up with our own names. And we can do so until we're about 18. Interesting. And but you did. You came up with your name right away? I came up... Well, I, well, I had to change a little bit. At first, my name... My name was Happy Time Candy Smash. Because mm-hmm. I had a happy time smashing candy. Uh-huh. With my, with my jaws. In my mouth. That would be that would be that's fair. That's naturally how it happened. I do have to mention. Everybody always wonders because there's some Santa Claus is doing so much all through the year, and he just made so many presents with the elves. Mm. They think well, he could do that a little bit faster, yeah. just a little bit faster. And I do have to apologize to everybody because at about 18, I ran away. I ran away from the North Pole. I couldn't take the present making for that man anymore. I, I could do some good things. I could make some good presents. And so I, I just had to say, when I ran away, everybody shamed me. And so I changed my first name to Seamus. Oh, that's, instead, that's very appropriate. Because now they shame me for smashing candy with my mouth because then uh-huh. that's their candy. So, so you say that you you say that you ran away from home because you had you had been working in Santa's workshop previously yes. as a child, mm-hmm. and then uh, when you turn when you turn eighteen, you decided to to run away from home because you didn't want to work in the workshop anymore. Right. Our uh, our researchers say that there is a sort of rite of passage that elves undergo 
when they turn 18 and, mm-hmm. and, and sort of raise in the echelons of the Santa's workshop hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Tell, and, and you didn't do this, so you ran away, but I'm sure you heard from your, your, your parents and friends about this rite of passage that you avoided. Tell us a little bit about what that is. There's this rule in Santa's workshop that every elf, when they work there for like 20, 18 years, mm-hmm. 20, 18 years about, that they get their own little graham cracker house. Because we all fit inside, all of us fit inside one graham cracker house. Very much like a clown car situation. Mm-hmm. Except when we all get our own graham cracker house, we go bananas. Yeah, we, it's a uh, lot of elbow room compared look to... Look at that. That's Johnsy St. Fonson in his own graham cracker house. Oh, yeah, house. wow. Right outside of the studio, actually. The mobile homes. Johnsy. It's it's on little uh, peppermint wheels. Exactly. This thing, as I can tell, it's like it's just showing and off. And there's only there's only one elf in that house. Mm-hmm. Wow, he's he's got a lot of room to stretch. Exactly. So we all get to brag about uh-huh. having a graham cracker house. So it must be it must be difficult for you that you you your your urge to run away mm-hmm. and leave the pole was so great that you missed mm-hmm. out on your chance to get a graham it's cracker. It's really house. hard. It, it all came down to a graham cracker house. Graham cracker. I really wanted, mm-hmm. but, but. When I was 17, mm. as when the final straw happened, mm. I had this idea every year. I have an idea for a new toy. I say, what if we make a laser beam that shoots frosting? And a frosting Santa, laser beam. Santa said, no, no, no. You cannot put laser beam in a kid's hand. And I say, but it's frosting. Exactly. It's okay. They mm. will not hurt anybody. He said, he's still a laser beam, right? I said, very much so. Very hot, very dangerous. But frosting. Says no 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 no, and then the man, oh my arch nemesis elf, your your elf nemesis, my elf n- my elf nemesis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's elfish, correct? You've you've gone for his yes. elfish pronunciation of his name. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Can you? If you want me to give you just another name to call him for right now, you is can. there well? Is there any sort of English transliteration of that? Mm, my best guess, using this etch and sketch that is next to me. Uh huh. And that's the closest thing we had to an English elfish translator. Woody Harrelson. Okay. So Woody. So Woody Harrelson was your was your elf nemesis. Yes, he still is, mm-hmm. and I would talk to him. And he's still at the North Pole. I would. Yes. Okay. I would tell him. <laughs> I would tell him my ideas every year, and he would say, that's a very good idea. Mm-hmm. That's a very good idea. You should tell Santa that. I would say, okay, I'll tell Santa that. He encouraged you to, to exactly. carry on with this laser Exactly. He would tell me that idea. I should tell everybody about it, and I'd tell Santa, Santa, say no. And I said, no to the laser beam. No to the laser beam. Mm-hmm. The laser beam frosting. And then and then Woody Harrelson would come up, and he would say, hey, what if we make, oh, I don't know, because he would sound like, asshole mm-hmm. what if I don't know we made whipped cream and I would say hey that sounds a lot like my idea but Santa just be like so he wanted one. he whipped cream but as a laser sort of like you'd say it or did he just promote whipped cream he went for laser fast way to get whipped cream so wow, he wow that's in, that's incredibly nitpicky he took the radio of my idea and he turned it to a completely different channel FM to AM mm. 
the form of the music on my head to just the talk shows. Oh, no offense. That's got a smart. And Santa gave him the okay? Exactly. Santa loves him. Might have something to do with ever since, ever since the whipped cream idea. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Claus have been doing terrifically relationship-wise. Oh, that's, well, that's nice to hear on their part, but that's still upsetting that Woody Harrelson essentially took your idea. Woody Harrelson is a man who ruins ideas, mm-hmm. and every, every time he gets an idea to be a part of, he just takes the little bit that he's a part of, and he smashes it into the ground. Not like I smash candy with my mm-hmm. jowls. And I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure again, like, rewarded by the system, now he's got a nice comfy gingerbread house of his own to fire his whipped cream laser. Oh, he's probably covered in cream. Oh, his house is probably just... I, I, if, it, if it stresses you out, you probably shouldn't think about it, Seamus. Oh, okay. Uh, Mr. Candy Smash, well, you are, you've escaped from the North Pole. I have. You're here in the States. Yes. You've, you've put your past with a traitorous Woody Harrelson behind you. Do my best. What? This Christmas, it's coming around. You're a free agent. Yes. What's your plan? We do get drafted sometimes by the, as we would say, the uh, coaches of the North Pole. The coaches Santa of the North Claus Pole. Santa Claus is the only well-known one. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, a free agent would be picked up by Santa Claus, uh-huh. and he would take them. A lot of the coaches think, oh, they can, I cannot sign any Fs because he is, he is uh-huh. uh, oh, he's going to hurt us. So you're saying there are, there are other opportunities for elves in the North Pole that aren't just of course. working for the Santa's Workshop? Of course! Okay. There is a man named Jack Frost. You not heard of him? Jack Frost, yes. He, mm-hmm. he brings winter to, mm-hmm. the, uh, to the world. Sometimes he gets a couple of elves and they work on how to be very, they be very, very rude to people, to be very cold to people. Interesting. Yes. So they can be a coach in a good or bad yeah. way. I'm talking about the other industries. Are there, are there, are, is there an elf coach who specializes around penguins? Of course. Empoleon. Empoleon. The uh, the the steel slash water type Pokemon, if 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 I'm hearing you correctly. You talk about Pokemon like they're not real. That's I I well let me let me be clear. I understand perfectly well that Pokemon are real. Okay, good. Not like animals, <laughs> but um. <laughs> so you're saying you're saying that one of the uh, one of the elf coaches up on the North Pole is an Empoleon, <laughs> whose job it is to corral penguins with elves who may or may not actually exist. The penguins, mm-hmm. I mean. Elves also definitely they exist. They help. They help. We help them catch eggs. We help them catch fish. Mm-hmm. We help them learn, learn yeah, how to Yeah, you know, with those eggs and fish, you gotta catch them all. Exactly. Your fish and egg. Gotta have my fish and eggs. Well, it's a good breakfast. What's the protein. They want us to teach them how to fly. We don't know how to fly. The, the... Empoleon's elves are teaching penguins how to fly. Exactly. As you can tell, we're not very good at it. We try, Was that we... elvish? I'm sorry. I couldn't understand what you just said, Seamus. I'm sorry. I was eating a little bit of candy. And unlike you, we have a second windpipe we talk through when we are eating candy. That would mean that you would get to eat candy a lot more efficiently. We drop down about a thousand hertz. In A thousand hertz? A thousand hertz is how far. Oh, you're talking about hertz and frequency. Mm-hmm. I thought you meant that like the process of candy going down your windpipe was so painful that it caused a thousand hertz. Mm, no, 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 no. Candy never hurt. I swallow whole all the time. Very fun. But I gotta get back on track. Here, yes, of course. I'm distracting you from. I need you guys to know. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. There are various people that can draft elves. We're the, we're a commodity for people. Mm-hmm. We're like candy, except we're way fucking cuter and have hands. 
Well, most candy doesn't have hands. Most candy does not have hands. Mm-hmm. If you are talking about the handy sandy, that's a pretty good candy. But I must, <laughs> I must You're say, not wrong. I must say. It is not it is nowhere near as helpful as an F. I do have to say though, mm-hmm. when you get the opportunity to be a free agent elf, you have to take it amongst yourself to think, ah, am I ready to help other people now? Or do I need to look into myself mm. and help myself? Yourself elf. I'm not doing yes, myself. Now I gotta <laughs> <laughs> No, I've got to uh-huh. I'll i find a nice pair of trees to hide in between a good woods area and make my own. Make my own freelance toy shop. And I oh, call, wow. I call it Everybody Wins. Everybody Wins. Everybody that, that, that's really wins. catchy. And it's first, well, except for Woody Harrelson, because fuck Woody Harrelson. Yeah, Woody Harrelson can go can fire his whipped cream laser all he wants in that big empty gingerbread house of his. I'm sure he does it only by himself all the time. Yeah. I make my own toys. I make the laser frosting. I gave it to uh, Francis over there. Mm-hmm. Francis. He looks like he's having a lot of fun with it. Oh, I'm glad he's had. Just stay away from Johnny's house. It's a, no, stay away from. Okay. Stay uh, away well, from all right. The, mm. Um, mm, wow, that's. Uh, Johnny, I'm so sorry. That's not great, uh, Francis. You uh, take our producers and try and deal with that. Um, I'm so sorry you had to see that, Seamus. It's okay. I've seen worse. I, I don't want you. you. Now. We tried to teach penguins to fly. We had to. That's give a, fair. Mm-hmm, we get, had to find a good cliff, and we had to try a lot of times before we realized it just wasn't working. I understand. I don't want to. Um, I don't want you to think that just because Francis made a bad decision that yes. your that your frosting laser still isn't viable to children. Thank you, thank you. Because I think actually children will probably have a better understanding of the use of this laser than Francis, who just sort of pointed it at the first moving thing. Right, right, Ch- children. <laughs> Children have a very big understanding of when and when not to point at things. I also have to say a couple of my inventions. Mm. Uh, for people who are excited about what we're now calling the long-lasting laser frosting phaser, mm-hmm. uh, we've got more for you. Everybody that's excited, come on down to everybody. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Between the two trees, you can't miss it. It's the two trees. We've got Schmittens. Which are kind of like mittens that keep your hands warm, mm-hmm. but they also help you make a very good smear campaign. That's very pretty great. good smear campaign. And now we've also got we've also got the little light that hangs above everybody's horn. The little light that hangs above everybody's horn, and it says that on the packaging. Actually, I'm seeing a photo of it here right now. Yes, it looks like a bell. Mm-hmm. Because it is. It's really very recursive in that it looks like a bell and also is a bell. Everybody thinks it's going to be a light, right? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's called the little light that hangs above your horn. It's meant for Grapel Fool's Day. Grapel Fool's Day, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Where it looks like a light and you say, oh, thank you for the light for my horn. And I say, mm-hmm. yes, very good. Now go take a walk and it'll start jingling and uh, people think it's just because they have bright ideas. And, it's, and suddenly it's jingle bells all the way. <laughs> That's very clever, Mr. <laughs> Candy Smith. Well, Seamus, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. We're glad you've you've found a home and a and a and a craft outside of the North Pole. I do need to tell everybody about mm-hmm. in this business. Oh, go for Woody it. Harrelson. <clears throat> Excuse me, Woody Harrelson, trying to change me from FM to AM. Mm. Mm. Well, I'm going back to 
FM, and there's nothing you can do to stop me in this freelance market. That's right, everybody. Mm -hmm. This Christmas, this elf's changing his tune. We love it. And on that note, we'll be right back. Hi there folks, Jimmy Chip Chip back to bring you the hottest commodity on the market this holiday season. Love how helpful the elf on the shelf myth can be, but hate how nightmare inducing the blushing cheeks and small body of an elf truly are, introducing literally only the eyes. I promise you, just one pair of floating anonymous eyes that follow your kid around like a screaming conscious staring your child down will set them straight in seconds. Keeping your kid in check has never been easier. First, we run you through a vigorous lie detector test, then the Myers-Briggs test, then an episode of Fear Factor, then we fuse your DNA with literally only the eyes, so that every time you close your eyes, you can keep an eye on your kid. That's right, no more darkness. Every nap, every blink, every time those lids close, there's your kid directly in front of you. Terrific! It's not like you were gonna sleep tonight anyway worried about if your kid was smoking weed. Now you can just watch him and see that he actually does cocaine with the popular kids because he's way cooler at school than he was leading on. This time, everybody wins. Brought to you by the makers of laser frosting. Everybody wins. <laughs> No. Welcome back to Welcome Back and Season's Greetings, everybody out there. I am the one and only, your also other host, Zane Shaw, back here on a merry day with a man who has quite the story to tell. Everybody in the world knows him as something or other, but it's better to hear it from the something's mouth. Please, welcome to the show. Oh, it's so great to have you. What do you want me to call you? Your nickname, well, your I'd name, like you to... Teddy, the Teddy Bear, Ted Talker. That's your full name. Zane, Is there something you prefer? Zane, you know what my favorite part of that was? Tell me. The whole inch, you just, the one you did? <laughs> yeah. You asked me, and I appreciate it <laughs> so much. <laughs> you looked me in the eyes, and you said, how do you want me to say your name? <laughs> And then you were so kind as to offer me options, you said. Do you want me to call you by your nickname? Do you want me to call you by your full name? And, well, Zane, I was overwhelmed. And I was formulating an answer now that i suddenly aware that I had the freedom to give one. And then the funniest thing happened, Zane. You started talking again, and I realized that you had made that decision for me that you had only just previously gifted unto me like a Christmas present. And you went and said my full name, Teddy the Ted Bear Ted Talker. So I appreciate that really detailed introduction, Zane. It's so wonderful to oh, hear you great talking to, to, to the public. To be heard. I'm sure. You've been in jail for... 20 years. Wow. 20 whole years. Mm -hmm. How's that? I mean... Everybody in the world obviously knows you as the original. You've been, you've been the one there and, and only. The one and only. Tell us a little bit about your pet. Like, not necessarily the fact that it put you in jail, but like, well, yeah, you have quite a childhood. Christmas time always brings these memories back. Yeah, around. my uh, my family, they uh, we were all getting ready to go to spend holidays in place that wasn't our house right as you tend to do when you go on holiday unless you're like i don't know some weird fucking camly <laughs> hang on i'm gonna do another pass at that one. 
You know, see, when you're in jail, you don't really practice your radio skills. So of course. I'm, I'm getting my consonants mixed up. There's no judgment. Yeah, so it's sort of a, a and a one and a two and a, unless you're a weird fucking family that camps out in your own backyard, you go somewhere else for holidays. But I didn't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because the ticket that they'd bought for me got swept into the trash. Oh, wow. So, due to due to a series of mayhem's mix-ups and a gay wedding, I ended up being left alone in in my own house. You were my family, indeed home alone by myself. And in a completely separate note, our house was being broken into. Oh yes, while I was there, and you know, we had just had the day in school. Mm-hmm. Here, I'll this will explain a lot actually. Please. A week ago, before we got let out for Christmas break, they did the thing where they explained to us 911. Oh, wow. And sort of how to contact emergency services. Because they teach children that these days, if their parents are, I don't know, asleep or being shot, when you need to call 911 so the kid can do it. I was very young at the time. So it's like, hey, you know the phone that's in your house that you use to call your friend and then their mom picks up and then you ask to talk to the friend and then you ask if the friend can come over so the friend goes and asks the mom again and it's mm-hmm. a whole fucking thing. Yeah. If you push two numbers on that phone, one of them twice, a fire truck will show up to your house. And yeah, they yeah. also said, don't do this unless it's an emergency. <laughs> but all I heard was, I can summon a fire truck. <laughs> so I went home that day, no fire in my house. It's the middle of December. Right. Called 911, immediately realized that I had made a mistake and hung up and I got in a lot of trouble for it. And my, right. so my parents said to me, the same parents that abandoned me a week later, of course. They said at the time, don't call 911 unless you absolutely have to. So when these people are breaking mm. into my house a week later, my yeah. first instinct is to call so that the fire truck can come and run them over. Right. But then what? I'm like, what? what if what if this is a situation in which I'll actually get in trouble for calling 911? Oh, yeah. And so I can deal with this in my own sort of manner. Right. Which um, my parole officer is sort of giving me looks about what I can and can't talk about what I did to these burglars. But uh, I get it. Suffice Sorry. it to say, it involves uh, bowling balls, marbles... Mm-hmm. A gun that may or may not have existed. Some ice. <laughs> the classics. And uh, and and paint cans on strings. That yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Wow. Really, you nailed it there. Honestly, that wasn't the only thing that I nailed. There was also a oh. na- there was a nail gun. Oh. At wow. One point. That that who used? That I used oh. the nail gun that I used to for, on someone's nails for for self defense, right? Well, I was defending my home and my right to not call 911 because I was scared of repeating a prank. Mm-hmm. Okay. I get you. I, I know there was a do. lot a lot in the past. The original yeah, Home Alone Yeah, 20 kid. years ago. Yeah. Every... <laughs> it's watching my life fritter by. I know. It's been a lot, and I'm yeah. sure it was confusing, mm-hmm. but I'm sure... You you're aware at this point, as the original Home Alone yeah, kid, the one and only. as everybody knows, right? That they're that they're you know why you're here, right? In the studio? Yeah. 
My parole officer tells me nothing. You have you to understand. You didn't tell him? You didn't tell him? And I you're am... like a big part of this? So, here's... I've got... I is, I'm gonna assume that the last 20 years of your life have been, let's say, varied. Mm-hmm. You do different things every day. Sometimes I'm... you're in the podcast studio. Yeah. Sometimes you're out doing other shit. Probably not. That luxury, um... Well... <laughs> The luxury of having something different to do every day yeah. isn't really one that pops up when you're in jail for yeah. assault. <laughs> yeah, it, I get it. it's not the same, but the, I mean, the good news, there is good news in, yes. in case you didn't know exactly why you're here. Um, mm. The documentaries they made on your life. Oh, right. Yeah. The the very true to life movies. The Yeah. The, the Home Alone movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my uh, my 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 guy's agent told me about it. I just figured people would watch them and like I don't know, learn not to do that. Did you did you know that they reopened your case because of those? Shit, are you kidding me? No, I'm I'm serious. Oh wow, those movies hold so much scientifically accurate methods of a kid defending his home that they have started looking into the exact methods that you used in those movies. And they've decided that they're willing to reopen your case. That's, uh, that's something. Yeah, and we wanted, actually, I mean, we obviously needed uh-huh. you to explain your past and your situation to everybody on the show, but we wanted to have you on the show to talk about I'm gonna your... be, I'm gonna be straight with you, Zane. Please. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of talking to my legal counsel and maybe having them not do this for a specific wait. reason. Let me, wait, so, whoa, whoa, wait. Not letting you out? Well, not reopening the case, because okay. if they do... All right. You know, the, the, the men of the law, they're very unbiased, even when they're going back to something because of something like a documentary looking for things that may have been different from the original verdict. Right. They're going to find everything, <laughs> including what I've been doing in jail for the last 20 years. Wait, okay, what has been going on in jail? So when I said that my day-to-day life in jail isn't varied, Mm -hmm. that may have been an underestimation of what my time is actually like. Please, all the details you can give. See, as 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 a young, restless child compelled to try and summon fire trucks, I was very bored. Right. And, um... I, I never felt more alive when I put a bowling ball through one of those guys' heads. Mm, okay. So, you know, I'm in jail and suddenly it, it's like uh, it's like the challenge mode version of what I had originally done. Oh, So wow. I, start, uh, I start setting up more traps uh-huh. for the guards and whatnot. Yeah, uh, wow. Using, using whatever materials I can trade cigarettes and gum for uh, to, to build similar traps and really just commit the same crimes that landed me in jail in the first place so even though those documentaries may may grant me favor as what i did as a child yeah the continued crimes that i've been getting away with for 20 years while in jail i think would definitely come up on that trial and i would rather just continue to live out the time that I have under that first awning and still get away with everything that I'm now admitting to you over a public podcast instead of having my dirty laundry aired in court. Of course. I get it. But there's a lot. There's a lot to handle here. I gotta I gotta bring up the fact mm-hmm. that within the past, uh, this happened yearly where robbers 
would yes. come back to your house and you do the same thing mm-hmm. over and over again. And it was always it's on weird Christmas. Because, and it's weird because it was on Christmas and it always. was after my family had moved out. Yeah. <laughs> it was always without your family yeah. and on Christmas. Would you expect the family to it be was, somewhere? Well, it was different nearby. families that moved into the house for the experience of getting robbed by the same <laughs> ones that were brought up in the trial. <laughs> And it's it's even more interesting that after the debilitating injuries that these robbers received, stapled nails, uh, pieces of bowling balls in their heads, severe bone breakage, they still came back to try and rob the house every year. Because, I mean, when it's a Christmas tradition, it's a Christmas tradition. There have been theories. Mm-hmm. It's on the, the internet, the Ted Talker house. They over gotta the pe- go rob it. Over the pe- <laughs> over the past twenty years, there have been a lot of theories as to why people are so captivated with the idea of going back to your house every year to try mm-hmm. and do something, capture you, capture a treasure. Even though they already know that I'm in jail, but <laughs> going back to they still go, yes. and there's still traps going off, and it's fascinating. That's that scares me a little bit. <laughs> one thing i gotta figure out here is people think that there's a key to why the world is still going back and why Mm -hmm. things are still not being figured out and what what they're trying to capture and a lot of people think it has to do uh with your last with your uh not your last your middle name people think that your middle name my middle might be the key to this whole thing well it's why i uh it's why i usually use a nickname in place of my middle name Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's um Actually, it's part of why I may have been glad that you decided to introduce me rather than having me say my my uh, my middle name because um, uh-huh. Zane, my middle name is unknowable. My parents like uh, I like we aren't allowed to know it, or it is the like word? the human mind can't wrap a, itself around my middle name. My parents were in a mm. cult at the time that I was conceived. <laughs> And um, it's, I think it's how I sort of had a lot of the anomalous influence I was able to have mm-hmm. over objects and the laws of physics to inflict the pain that I in- inflicted on these robbers. Because, again, I was just too pussyfooted to call 911. Right. And so I, in my, in my actions and, and the hatred and caustic violence that I invoked on that night, uh, there is, I believe, a specter in, in oh. the TED Talker home sort of going through the motions of what I did to those robbers, causing those events to happen. Essentially a ghost of Home Alone past? Exactly. Oh, wow. Sort of sort of a sort of a poltergeist, but it, something about it to make it sound like Christmas, like, like you did mm-hmm. with what you said. Mm-hmm. And uh, these, these events, because of the cyclical nature of time as promoted by this cult that my parents were in when I was a zygote... Uh, is going to cause this to repeat every Christmas until some sort of ancient seal is broken, I think. Wow. How, do you have any insight as to... Do you want the seal to be broken? Well, actually, I'm... As a, as a general rule, I'm very against seal clubbing. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. Wait. Wait, say that again? Seal clubbing. Like, it, and... Keeping in mind the fact that it's not just any seal, it's a very old seal. So I'm sure like its, a, bo- it's bones and its flippers are very vulnerable. <laughs> I know that much in jail, because everyone in jail loves podcasts. Those, do you guys listen to stuff like My Brother, My yeah, Brother and Me? We're not, no, because <laughs> co- there's no comedy in jail. Really? 
No, there's just like cereal and shit. <laughs> just making a murderer in cereal. Yeah. Well, we don't need to know how to make a murderer because we're surrounded by them. I don't know if you guys have an arts and crafts 101 section of I I think some of my best work has been in macaroni and glue. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Like the necklace or just var- varying everything? Well, up? no, it's less of a necklace and more the fact that I just glue it directly onto my neck. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper than tattoos. That's very true. I've noticed. I've noticed that your security guard carries a bag of raw macaroni around yeah. with him. Is that it's the he, fun life of being a parole officer for someone he, who was jailed as a child for having <laughs> ungodly cult-like superpowers? Is he holding that away from you or holding that for you? It's more of just a constant taunting reminder ah. that I'm being under the thumb of the government. I get it. I I mean, I really don't get it, but I can try and understand your situation. Yeah, well, if you really wanted to understand, you could be in jail for 20 years. Mm, That might give you an inkling of what my life is like. I'll think about it. And maybe also go back in time to the night you were conceived and put your parents in a time cult. Wow. That's a larger conversation. That's a, yeah, that's a big one. I feel like I got a lot more out of this conversation than I ever bargained for. Like 20 years packed into maybe 15 minutes. Hey, security guard, you're really going to have to talk about uh, this whole time concept with your with your bud over here. He'll have here. to explain it with the macaroni. He's, he's pretty good at that. He's really strung up on how long it's been. Yeah. Your sentence was only supposed to be five years, so... Yeah, but I'm a slow talker. Mmm... Okay, that makes sense. Thanks to round that out for us. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much for being on the show. I will let you get back to your cell and to to your macaroni. Where I can play some tricks. Fiddler, if you want to come back and uh, just wrap the show up with me really quick. Yeah, I just needed to go make sure Francis was okay with the whole laser incident. Yeah, uh, especially Jonesy. I don't. Uh, Jonesy, we don't want to talk about Jonesy. I really, really hope that somebody glues his house back together mm-hmm. with, I don't know, some kind of sweet candy... Glue. Glue kind of material, mm-hmm. almost. Well, I'm sh- we'll, get our, we'll get our Googlers looking up sweet candy glue. Mm-hmm. I'm so Whatever glad. comes up, we'll buy a bucket I of it. I have to say, I'm so glad we started paying all five of those people over there to be our Googlers. Exactly. And, uh... You'll have to excuse me. Mm-hmm. I've just received uh, uh, a note in a bottle. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm introducing it like this. Please, please. No, I've opened up this note, and it says that if you like this podcast, uh, you should like it on iTunes and leave a review. <laughs> that helps us a lot with uh, marketing. And if we get enough of them, we'll oh, start yeah. to think of better ways to introduce this during the outro. Oh, absolutely. Th- I mean, we're only on episode probably 18 or 19 mm-hmm. when this goes up. Uh, if it's not that, I'm let's, not cutting let's say this out. If, we, if people leave us reviews on iTunes, we'll make sure we know what number we'll make sure we were recording the numbers so that, that we have an yes. idea. Reviews help. Uh, we cut this up into snippets on YouTube so mm-hmm. you can help just share some of them Easy snippets so people, people can come and then listen to the whole episode. Get the idea of everything. For context. Every, obviously, everything gets smoother as time goes along. Mm-hmm. But until we get to the next episode, thank you so much for Happy listening. Happy holidays to you and Happy yours. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Merry anything. Happy holidays until is really what everyone sticks with. Yes, and until next time, we, we will, will welcome, welcome you back, back to, to Welcome, welcome Back. back. Welcome back. See you soon.